Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes and TV Junkies, to Picked Up, the TV Pilot Review Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Camalucci, here uh, on the season finale. Yo, we made it. Uh, cross the table for me. Uh, before I introduce someone, I just want to say, hey, man, things done changed since you've been here. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. We got a Patreon now. Wow. Arcade Audio has itself a Patreon. Um, so, yeah, if you want to uh, support the show, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash arcade audio. You can support the network, the show. Several shows you can pick and choose. Uh, we make sure that the money gets funneled to the correct places um, as soon as, like you know, network costs are like covered, man. Because this we've been doing this shit for a long time, and 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 you know, we're nothing really. Congrats, we're nothing. That's, a, that's a big feat. So you know, trying to just you know cover some some basic costs, and then we're trying to get all these talented motherfuckers on the network paid of some sort, like a, a couple ducats here and there. Should I've demanded. Uh, a fee for doing this you i mean well that's hopefully the 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 bright new future we can look out upon you know unless the the sec like puts the kibosh on it before that but oh, fair that's like literally my biggest fear in <laughs> podcasting thing yeah it feels like it feels like the fcc doesn't know podcasts exist right now okay because we can just do this okay head on over to uh, patreon.com slash arcade audio and uh and and help support uh your friends and we can keep doing this um come literally come hell or high water um cool but yeah so thank you for indulging me in that um and uh, there's all sorts of like rewards and stuff check out all the reward tiers a lot of bonus content going up right now that's really fucking great and i'm enjoying the hell out of it and you could too it's the five dollar tier it's like this the third tier that there is of like more to come it's gonna be great what are the second and first tiers uh those first are tier, higher, right? Like first if you tier, pay more. No, 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 no. The first tier, third like, tier is the highest. No, 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 we got like five tiers. Oh, yeah. First tier is a uh, dollar. Oh, like, I can do that. Yeah. I can afford that. Do it. Okay, it's I great. will. I'll go over there right. Well, not right now. Not right now. I'll, I'll go over there soon the and do that. Uh, it's, it's just like, hey, man, thank you. You're welcome. Th- thanks for. Well, don't thank me yet. Let me thanks do for it the buck. Thank me overall, not you in particular. The royal you. Um, gotcha. Second uh, tier, two bucks. If I you can afford that too. Two bucks a month. Okay. You're gonna get a, a postcard from your favorite podcast on your birthday. Wow. Really? Sign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I like that. That's postcards sweet, are great. Right? I used to get postcards from my aunt. Yeah, and they're gonna be like personalized and shit. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and then the next year, third year, five dollar. Uh, you have access to all the bonus episodes. Is it bad that I want to? I have more questions about the postcards. Not done it, yet. it sounds great. The the tiers above the postcards sound great. But. Next couple tiers we get merch, and then okay. uh, like the sixth tier, like we could do like a Google Hangout. Does uh, picked up have any any features? For uh, tiers? Not yet. Okay. As, well, maybe uh, that'll have to change. Well, we'll see. exactly we'll because see. Uh, you know at the end of the season, uh, we're gonna kind of you know reshuffle the deck here, Ooh. and things will be in flux. We'll get to that I later. Long enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We'll have to you talk about fuck, that. This is yeah, your fault. Sorry. Across the table for me here in the studio, Patrick Hart coming Hi, back. Hi, thank you for having me back. Thank you for coming back, man. Um, and thank you for uh, a lot of things. Uh, uh, I, I, all right, let's just keep it traditional. Okay. Um, also, what we do here is we watch a pilot episode of a show and commits about that, uh, what was good, what was bad. Um, and before all that, I like to get things started 
by asking our guest, uh, what you watching, man? Well, uh, I... I am, you know, I'm worried about talking about it too much because we before, talked about it so much last time. Before we even get into that, okay. Uh, I think probably the first podcast we ever did together mm-hmm. was a Game of Thrones podcast on the blank slate. Oh, yes, definitely yeah. on here. Yes. Um, did you watch the trailer for season seven? No, Neither I, have I. I haven't okay. watched it. Cool. Neither have I. I don't really want, I'm going to watch the season. Yeah. I don't really need to watch the trailer. I feel like the trailer's going to give a lot away. Well, and also, like, I'm going to watch the season. Yeah. So. Like, the trailer's not for me. When's the season? It's like in August, right? Um, It's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, August. Uh, also, something that I edited out because we were just dead wrong about. Um, mm-hmm. Have you watched any of the season of Fargo? I started it, mm-hmm. and then I was... So, I have... I don't know how detailed I want to get into, but I just moved recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have this very intricate, illegal way to watch any tv i want it's pretty great let's not <laughs> say the word illegal okay let's just say you have ways and it, means it's illegally vised <laughs> is that better God damn it. <laughs> fcc gonna come for us no they don't listen right we just talked about that well, but we'll uh, keep this shit up so i i watch with my roommate a lot of different stuff and he watched fargo and he just kind of stopped so he said he's gonna binge it towards the end yeah and i kind of agreed with that i instead of just trying to watch it on my own how many episodes are you gonna i got two i yeah. think or three i got to the episode where it was the the cop only episode when and i don't remember if that was the set the episode right after the the first episode or when she goes to la one. or no, doesn't she? Does she go to L.A.? She, uh, maybe I, I have to rewatch it. It was like episode. four weeks ago now, five yeah. weeks ago. So I've I, fallen off a little bit, but uh, just because life. Um, I, I really enjoy the season so far. Okay, It's just fun to just be back in that tone and just hit those familiar rhythms and stuff like that. And It just it fits like an old shoe. It really does at this point. Okay. That's um, what I took from the, uh, the premiere episode was that it seemed like it was going to be... What I took from it was the story is going to be more about we're going to give you a a premise of murder or a crime that's going to be nearly impossible for our cop to solve. So now we're going to show you how she solved it. Like, it's going to be more of a fun... How is she going to get to the end? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. And I think I'll enjoy watching it all the way through. Uh, All right. Let's get to it. Survivor? Yes! (laughs) The Survivor finale was a week ago at this point when this drops. Okay. I just watched it last night. I watched, yeah, I watched it at a bar live. What? I usually watch it with my other roommate. Hold uh, on. No, 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 no. Are there like big Survivor bar watches? Not normally. It was just a finale watch okay, party. Okay. And I was okay. by myself. I don't have live. Te- so the reason I that Same. TV got brought up, yeah. so I have to watch it. I would have had to wait till midnight. Yeah, to watch it, and I didn't want to do that, so I went to a bar. That oh man, it was fun. People had buffs, really. Yeah, <laughs> yes. kind of, and it was packed. I couldn't. I had to. That's fucking awesome. Very nice I, people, though. I really want to go next time. I should have let you know. I didn't know. Yeah, I pretty sure I was busy that night, but I will. I will. There's a level of embarrassment to asking someone else, "Hey, do you want to come to a bar with me to watch Survivor?" Not if you know they're in the club, I know you gotta. I didn't know. I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had kept up with it as consistently because we talked about it at the beginning of the season, but then kind of fell off. So yeah, it was like the perfect time when you came on last time mm-hmm. because the season was just getting started, mm-hmm. and 
it hooked me. It hooked me immediately. And here's here's what I am afraid of. I'm afraid that I got spoiled off of this season because it was literally like it, it wasn't built as an all star season, mm-hmm. but it had such just intriguing players on it and just big personalities. Yeah, and and so many like first time moments and and records being set. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm I just got way too spoiled on the first season that I watched. I got to tell you, I don't think you did. I think it was a pretty sub-mediocre. I think it was a pretty average season as far as Survivor seasons go. How? What What can get better than this? Like the crazy Unpredictability. Shit unpredictability? But, yeah. <laughs> some of those tribal councils were insane. But it, some, what, some of them were... Uh, they were They were insane, but... How do I put it? Like the the the, the I don't want to. How 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 would I go about not spoiling this show and still talking about? Just this talk show? about it. It's okay. been a week by okay. now. Okay. If, you okay. if you don't watch okay. it, if you haven't watched it, you season, probably don't care. So like yeah. Michaela's vote, um, it was almost a confusing surprise. Or that was very confusing. It, her getting it, voted out. Sometimes when they, when they're doing a really good job of the editing and there's multiple arcs yeah. that are be, there weren't enough story arcs. But also like how many season. times before have they like gotten up in the middle of a tribal council to go like No, that was first and that was great. That early part like of this season was this you, season. the early part of this season was fantastic. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, uh I I nearly flipped my fucking lid. That was a pretty good season. When when <laughs> there were Five people that were safe mm-hmm. because of either immunity, immunity idols. Mm-hmm. One was given to fucking Ty got played like a motherfucker, as he as uh, he can tend to do. When going back, when uh, so Sierra had like a legacy advantage or whatever mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that, and mm-hmm. like if she got voted out, she could will it to somebody, and she basically got tricked into <laughs> willing it to the person who fucking orchestrated her getting the fuck out. Like mm-hmm. in an apartment by myself. I said to the TV, "Yeah, <laughs> you got played, girl." He just Sierra talked got, out loud. <laughs> Sierra, Sierra played you. You played yourself. Mm-hmm. You do this show makes you compels you to fucking mm-hmm. do crazy shit. This is so great. It's it's oh really God. fun to watch you be so excited about this. I, it was fucking <laughs> dope. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, especially like when you can see everything that's happening, and they don't. Like, how many blind sides were there? Mm-hmm. This well, we haven't even talked about the most intense portion of the season. Yeah. I think the it's weird to say, but it's probably going to be their like Emmy moment if sure. they have it of the the whole Zeke Varner moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. where where Zeke was outed. Mm-hmm. That if if you don't watch Survivor, this is probably the thing you heard about from this season. Yes. Like, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, Zeke was outed. Mm-hmm on national television they as handled, trans. And as the show, they handled it really well. They really I, yeah. did. <laughs> I um, think so. Maybe I I just thought they did. I, there was some criticism of of saying like CBS didn't have to air that or whatever. But it's like yeah. also, how much of the Tribal Council was that? Like how mm-hmm. much would you have been able to edit around? It'd be so hard to edit around the fact that they didn't vote. <laughs> that they just kicked him out. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think that's hard. I love the people that don't watch the show and they take the fact that he was able to pull the word metamorphosis out of his butt to kind of like yep. summarize what was happening yeah. that they're like, oh, because that was used earlier, this is a scripted show. Man, you know what? Even if it, even if it is, like 
everything is wrestling and everything is fucking predetermined mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, we're all just playing mm-hmm, characters mm-hmm. and fucking Alex Jones can mm-hmm, go into court and mm-hmm. say, oh, Infowars, my thing on Infowars, I'm just a character. Mm-hmm. Like, even if that is the world that we're living in for Survivor, mm-hmm. like, fuck it, they nail it. That's what I was, I was, <laughs> I'm at the point where 34 seasons in, yeah. if it is scripted and these people are actors, it'd be one thing if they're manipulating the game, which yeah. would be a waste of time if they are. But if these people are actors, it's some of the best acting I've ever seen. Like it's, they are doing a very good job of playing real people. Well, and 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 the contestants, either way, whatever, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I know he has like a shit ton of Emmys for it, but Jeff Probst. Yeah, he won the first four host Emmys, and then he's just stopped. I think he he just said, "Don't like, worry about recused it." Recused himself? Yeah, I think so. Because he, he doesn't even get nominated now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's the case, like. He is he is so good at this job. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I have It's the first time like great. watching. And he it doesn't age in my adult age. life. It's I heard this in like a weird interview the other day. Like he's like best friends with like Dave Grohl. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. If you if you listen in to some celebrities in general, mm-hmm. like. Uh, not is it Adam Scott who who played uh, on Parks and Rec? Yeah, Adam yeah. Scott. Uh, I think he's a huge fan of Survivor. Like they'll just pop up on I late night that. shows and they'll mention how big of fans they are of Survivor. So there's a there's a little community trying to like group all the big celebrities to try to get a celebrity Survivor. The problem with Celebrity Survivor is the second it happens, that's the only Survivor they'll ever do again. Like they wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't have real people on anymore. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of Officer Sarah? I thought she was very fucking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She pl- she fucking played people like mm-hmm. like a cop, mm-hmm. like a fucking undercover officer. Mm-hmm. It was crazy how people were just bending to her will. Mm-hmm. Without- you got to watch a good game yeah. played, which is really nice. I mean, I was like super bummed when Sandra got voted out mm-hmm. pretty early on mm-hmm. because. It was crazy to watch her not even so much manipulate people, but manipulate situations mm-hmm. the way that she like ate all the sugar and pinned it on Michaela. Mm-hmm. And like, how, how she's so loud and, and is such a um, TV figure, yeah. but can still manage to not be a target sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Although like in a, in a game with very experienced people, it was obvious that she wasn't going to last that long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, having Sarah in there, Really, yeah, helped kind of fill that role, I feel like. So the reason I called it mediocre in the first place mm-hmm. was I thought the, the one flaw this season was that it, it, wasn't pre- it wasn't unpredictable enough of who was going to win. I thought it was pretty obvious Sarah was the main story pretty early on. I think, yeah, like about uh, like, even, even not, not being trained to watch the show, mm-hmm. it became very clear, at least with like, Four to six weeks out from the finale, yeah. like, mm-hmm. okay, here's who we're gonna have to watch. And Sarah was definitely up there. It's like, like Troy she's be a main character. is not someone to watch. No. for example, yes. But your main characters are gonna be Sarah, uh, Cole Pepper. Um, uh, I mean, I guess we're gonna spend time on Michaela, even though she was pissing me off the entire season, really, because <laughs> she wasn't playing. She wasn't doing anything. Yeah, like that was a very. Fr- I was not expecting to be frustrated over people just not doing anything. The fact yeah. that, like, it didn't dawn on me that Troy Zan was in the final six until he was in the fucking final six. Mm-hmm. 
which is good until you get to the end and you realize no one respects yeah, the fact that you didn't do anything. Yeah. You're just like, oh, hey, guys. Um, yeah, I guess I am here, too. Uh, yes. Fuck. <laughs> that well, was sad. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I think the so the issue is with Sarah is it's not an issue. It's it's more of a production issue that she's just not entertaining enough to distract from the fact that there wasn't a lot of lack of suspense. So she she played with Tony. You got to see Tony. Yes. So Tony is wild, as yeah. you can tell. He played like that in his original season and he wins. And it's it's one of those things that it's such an entertaining element yeah. that you you're you're distracted from the fact that he's the only person we're really seeing is Tony. Yeah. Because you, Well, there's also probably gotta be an element of like, there's no way this guy Yes, that is as well, because they they pitch him as a buffoon in the beginning. Right. So they couldn't really do that. I think they were almost afraid that we would like Brad too much because mm-hmm. you can tell Jeff loves Brad. So I almost feel like they were worried that we wouldn't like Sarah enough. Why the fuck was Brad dressed like a substitute math teacher for the reunion? How about that he <laughs> that mustache? What, what the hell? Are How you about doing, the potato dude? sack that he or the sack that he wore at I, final? I Tribal. love that. That was awesome. That was just like you are in character. This is great. He he's he's got a sense of humor. I like him a lot. I loved the moment where it was. Um, he won the challenge, and uh, they had like the barbecue with their loved ones. Mm-hmm. And his wife, yeah. Monica, has also been on Survivor. Yes, and she was a finalist. And so, two mo- two moments with Culpepper that really, really, really stood out to me. One was him like realizing, like, getting to like a certain point where his wife was, and further than he's ever been before, mm-hmm. and realizing how how hard it is and what mm-hmm. she's actually understanding what she had been through at that point and the weight of that coming down on him. That was an amazing moment. And my other favorite moment was at that barbecue, they were cooking and just fucking talking like expert strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I could have watched. She them. doesn't turn it off either. I could have watched them do that for like it's, another hour. It's a beautiful, Sarah and Tony have a beautiful multi-season story arc yeah. and Monica and Brad have a beautiful multi, not beautiful, but it's a really riveting multi-season story arc because Brad, I, I wanted to bring up his first season. I don't know if we talked about it. He gets one of the most awful edits someone gets in that he just, he, it's a little bit of, he does play a little misogynistically. You saw it towards the finale episode where he He's bullying is a, just a yeah. alpha male type of guy that I sometimes also doesn't see hear that himself just talk. Like something that just boils up after just being fucking hungry mm-hmm. and tired and not sleeping well. So and, in the same vein, when the game starts and there's all the paranoia and you don't know where you stand, yeah. I think that also came up. Sure. And in the first time he played, it was blood. He plays with his his wife, and there was something called Redemption Island. So once you vote someone out, once there's two or three of them, they come back, and instead of reward challenges, the people in the game just sit and watch the people that have been eliminated play like a carnival game. Whoever loses that, then they're out. Mm. And at a certain point right before the merge, one of those people comes back in the game. And then a certain point, like at final five or six, one of those people come back in the game. So he had the unfortunate issue. uh, Like at some point, multiple people were on Redemption Island and they would just turn back to him and just be like, F you, Brad Culpepper, you're the worst. Like, and, he just, and you just watch him over four episodes just decay into this, like, why did I come on this show? Like, oh, no, no one likes me. And just and he can't he can't do anything right. He really, he comes off looking oh. like a jerk and a buffoon. 
And it was pretty interesting to watch him come back and get a good edit. And then it was really sad to watch the finale and just him talk to Ty like that. And you're just like, no, you changed, you changed your perception. I think he's great. If he came back, yeah. I would watch him again. I would be very happy. Man, uh, got Suri. A lot of. I, what do you think of Suri? I love Suri. Um, Did I mention her in my top so. players? I don't. I think that was winner bias. I um, think I named all winners. Man, I got like super dusty when they brought out all the family and like she was saying and how mm-hmm. like she missed her son's graduation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck, and and he was. Her son was awesome, mm-hmm. uh, and then she got she got eliminated without a single vote. Four times she's played. Four times she's never made it to the end. She's had a total of eight votes cast against her in her entire time playing. That's crazy. <laughs> that entire time, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I love her. She's I so could, great. I could watch her play a. Ton how how would you have done in the balance beam uh, moment? Me personally, yes, you personally. If I'm there, like watching her, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm. Or no, no, no. If you're, if, if you're I'm the person, the Jeff is like, all right, this challenge is over, but Rich. Oh God. You need to. You, we've got to watch you across this <laughs> balance beam. I would have <laughs> just been blubbering, crying, like, like crawling yeah. across it. <laughs> and we're like, that's okay, Jeff. Let's go home. Like, <laughs> Jeff, please. I don't need to prove Let's myself to anyone. Not. Yeah. Look, if you don't, I will make this uneditable mm-hmm. or or unairable. I'm yeah. just going to get naked. <laughs> just I'm just going to start like jerking off or they something. would air that in a heartbeat. Just start jerking off and like fingering my butthole or something I, like it that. Would all, it would just be a blur and then a lot of like <laughs> the sound effect of like boing. And, like, <laughs> show someone's eyes getting high. <laughs> uh Christ, man. It was so good. Yeah. I can't. I'd it's like, fun. And that's great. I, I, there's some, I, I don't know. Cause you have to fall now. I would not yeah. recommend. I will. I'll be watching I, big brother, but I can't recommend you go ahead and big brother. Yeah. You go. You, that is one mm-hmm. line I will not cross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a rough show, but I'll watch that. Who with, else? Man. I don't know. I kind of fell in love with Aubrey. Who doesn't? Aubrey's the best. And she didn't get any airtime either. You've got to watch. You see, what I was going to say is you should think about going back and rewatching some some old seasons. (laughs) That's the next step. Who who has the time? When's the next season start? It's in fall. You have like three months, four Uh, months. But there's all these other shows. Yeah, that's true. What's a... So what are your thoughts on that little preview that they gave for the next season? What is it? Heroes? Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers? Yeah. I don't like the name. No. The name's not great. Like Triple H. H. Triple H. Triple H. H. <laughs> um, oh, and they're there to play the game. Uh, I, they're ready to play the game. I, I guess it's okay. I always hate when they make a, a tribe of... like I think one of the biggest things that was good for Sarah this season and bad for a lot of the players in a returning season in general was calling it game changers and then saying like change the game how have you changed the game and it really the theme can it's really like stimulate yes it. yeah so Which, mm-hmm. yeah like needed it that's why Michaela was pissing me off so mm-hmm, much because she mm-hmm. wasn't doing shit she wasn't doing shit Troy's Troy's doesn't get an edit well. because he's not playing a game yeah. changer game yeah um so I I worry for the hustler team because when you're on a team and you're a hustler and you're called the hustler, there's going to be so many people that think they have to scheme and yeah. they're just, they they one of the popular 
uh, themes they've done now twice is it's like they're like brain... projecting yes they'll onto teams because they'll bring it up yeah. all the time especially in the beginning so you start to to play with it that's one of the it was a little boring about her but at the same time it was so strong about sarah was this cop playing like a criminal story she just says it all the time though yeah. and but they'll use it all the time if you yeah. say it all the time so if you say yeah, get it over man i hustle this i do that they'll show you on tv more than someone that's not using the word hustle does it because uh, they also switched up the tribes a lot this season. It felt they like. do it more in return. Hopefully, they okay. won't in a new. But they. So well, that's that's that was my question. Is is eventually once there's a merge, do those like projections and like labels sort of like shed themselves a little bit? Well, heroes versus villains, which is a really, it's it's a high tiered season of returnees. And that one got affected by it because you have all these guys that I think I talked about this last time, where all the guys think they're heroes and then they get beaten by the guys that are called villains so when they're on the jury and it's time to vote they feel obligated to to vote for the good game for the for Mm. the heroic game and like it really took that season in that sense and that that lasted through the merch so now they're on the jury they they considered them especially as they're going far you have people like rupert um have you do you know who rupert is no. the man in the tie-dye no there's a great there's i just recently watched a youtube clip of like some of his better moments and when he gets voted out he's doing his interview he's like it's early so he was like season seven or eight so they don't really realize the game aspect he's like oh i guess everybody lied to me and i i, I there go my dreams <laughs> stuff and he's great um I forget why I brought up Rupert. Oh, because Rupert was on was a hero and he doesn't have the he doesn't have a mentality in the game that's very he does play in a way that's kind of confusingly like, Well, why isn't everyone voting to have me win? Shouldn't they want me to be the champion? Like he doesn't really understand that everyone's out there for themselves. Yeah. So when he's on the jury, he feels like, I've I've I'm a hero and they they stabbed me in the back, so they can't win because they're the devil compared to me. Yeah. And, and it became Sandra won because she basically turned to him and went, I tried to get Russell out. I tried to save the season. And he goes, Oh, I, I didn't realize I, she has a great line where she votes for him and she's like, I'm going to, I'd vote for you again. And you'd still give me the million bucks. And she, and she, he does. <laughs> God, I need more Sandra in my life, dude. There's I, two more seasons of it. If you did, you could get, there's some, that's what I mean is once you start with the returning season, you have so many seasons you can go back yeah. and do, and watch directly somebody you've already, so you can kind of, oh, I really liked Tony, to, let me watch yeah. Tony's season. Oh, yeah. I really liked so-and-so, let me start theirs. And then by, before you know it, you've watched 10 or 11. <laughs> God. Because um, Sandra, you could get the grandma lie. The Johnny Fairplay Grandma Lie. I got nothing. I don't know. Do you know what that I don't is? I know what that is. Oh, one of the, uh, during the, oh, I can explain this to you. So it's very famous. During one of the family visits, early on, season seven or eight, somebody shows up and it's their friend. It's like, it's their friend. And this guy's been a schemer and he, he kind of likes wrestling. So he's kind of playing this heel character sure. and he's really excited about doing that. So his friend comes out and he hugs him. He's like, hey, what happened to, to my grandma? And he's like, 
died, dude. Yo. And, and he kind of starts crying. He's like, well, I knew it was going to be either my grandma or my friend. And since my friend, I guess my grandma died. Oh, my God. So they all blow the family visit so they because they want to let him get more information about his grandmother, except Sandra, who is... So it's a game where all their loved ones stand on planks. Yeah. And if you get a question right, you get to tell one of the people to step further off the plank until they're off. So they're all allowing him to stay, except Sandra, who keeps telling his friend to step back. And they're like, what are you doing, Sandra? You're you're the worst. Oh like, his grandma God. just died. <laughs> and of course, he gets back to... So not only... So the reward ends up being, because they were kind of... They were intense early when they didn't really realize how fair things were or not fair. So they let those two go back to the camp. They make everyone else go to a bear camp where they just, or not a bear camp, but just like a just there's not empty camp. Bones. They just yeah. don't stay on a beach overnight. And then when they get to the camp, they're just giggling and laughing and they're like, my grandma is sitting somewhere watching Jerry Springer right now. I just <laughs> and like that. It's a very famous lie. It's a really great Damn. moment. And and just like mad props to Sandra for like not falling for it. or whatever. Yeah, she was just like, screw this. So now or later on in the show, people will come and have some news happen or some something really sad. And then you one or two people are like. I don't buy it. That's oh my bullshit. God. <laughs> like, <damn> it. <laughs> Ugh. Not always, amazing. but that's it's amazing. funny when no, somebody the fact does. That, like, yeah. There's that seed of doubt. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Wow. Well, I just want to say thank you for opening up this world. I'm happy you watched me. it. I hope you keep watching it. Ozzy. We didn't even talk about Ozzy. Ozzy's great. Ozzy's Ozzy, four time awesome. player. Damn. Ozzy dated Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> she she wrote a, a like a letter about when she was trying to get better in rehab and she listed him as people she has to get out of his life because <laughs> he was close with her he like dated her for a little while <laughs> he's awesome dude he's great Ozzy. yeah he's he's really he plays a certain way he he probably his best chance of winning was his first time yeah but he's he's a great he's a great guy yeah what do you think that's actually I kind of forgot Ozzy was on the season. I'm no, that's the up. thing. Is like he didn't really have that much mm -hmm. to do. Like same with Malcolm. I bet you would have really yeah, liked Malcolm. I dug different seasons. The little he was on, mm -hmm. I really did. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was unfortunate, but they definitely made an impression for sure. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. You, you watching been, any? What you've been? No, I mean I'm just saying you've been like in our group. You've been just beating the survivor drum for years. <laughs> years. I feel like I'm the only one that's actually taking the plunge. And finally, you finally wore me down. You were forced to sit here for about 20 minutes and listen to me ramble on about it. And I was surprised when, I... when you watched. I, I have gone through a similarly length pitch yeah. to other people and falls on deaf ears. Yeah, some of it was about a girl as well. So, mm. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Now the uh, we need something out. to talk about. Okay. What do you watch, Survivor? <laughs> All right. Um, it did help me bond with someone on one of my improv teams recently. When you, you're go. sitting there, like, oh, I don't really know what to talk to you about. And like, do you watch Survivor? And their eyes lit up, and talk about that for like an hour. Is it as easy to talk to strangers about Survivor as as really easy? Yeah, because yes, because for wrestling fans, mm -hmm. it is a lot harder than you would because different be. opinions about. Different opinions and like different levels of just sort How of you like take in the yeah. yeah that there's a level of that with Survivor too. So it just can be like kind of frustrating to where just like 
you make a joke and but they take it seriously yeah. and you're like, mm-hmm. well, you're not really on the level, this and that. So you have to worry about how meta people are when they watch Survivor. Okay. Like, do they when I went to the watch party, you turn, you're like, who are you rooting for? And if they say something like Troyzan, you you have to gauge whether you can be like, Yeah, but he's got no chance, obviously, right? Because right, yeah. he wasn't on the show. It, it would be insane if they had figure made, out the level of irony. Yes. Yeah. Or the level of awareness they have when they watch it. Yeah. But usually people are at this point, people are all similarly educated on the show. Okay. That still watch cool. it. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, are you watching anything else? Uh I got super behind on a bunch of stuff, so I was just really catching up. Okay. Um, that was like the first thing that I caught up on. Any of the HBO Sunday nights? That's oh, what I've been watching. Uh, Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, I think this season is uh, stellar. Yeah, um, I think it's better than the last two. I think. The last two have either had good story or good jokes, but mm-hmm. never both, really. Okay. This season is the first one that's like banging on Feels all cylinders since okay. the first. Uh Highly enjoy it. I guess apparently TJ Miller's not going to be coming back. Okay. Which, like, it's sad to see him go, but also his character hasn't exactly been essential. I agree. I think he's just kind of been floating around on the on the outskirts. I think my issue with the show in general has been it. It. I felt like the pilot episode pitched this idea. He gives this big speech at the end of the episode where he's like, "I don't want to. I don't want us to become Huli. I want us to be." Which really struck out to me is. Okay, they need to be. They need yeah. to get the same resources as Huli at least, and yeah. then put it to the test. And then they kind of just stalled for three seasons with this yeah. fame or this life changing product that he had. It that, was it was a lot of start and stop. Yes, and then which, they turned it into that box, which was well. I feel like that because they do a very good job of of like really listening to their consultants mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of. Like it's very authentic, apparently, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to the actual valley. Happens, so, yeah. I feel like that just might be super accurate. Just how it goes. It's it, these flashy, trendy yeah, ideas, like, and there's they, a lot of start look, and mm-hmm. stopping, a lot of like failing five times. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's what, well with um the internet idea that they have this season. Yeah. I think that's got a lot more potential to kickstart that idea of okay, if what he's pitching is a lot more fictional than the other original idea felt like and it's a lot easier to sort of wrap your head around the yes. idea of like, and if it's yes. a better internet it's and like, it right, feels well, something like go. oh it's gonna br- it, and it specifically will break current internet like standards which would yeah. imply how they would become super famous if they wanted exactly that yeah so i hope they do i liked when gavin was involved in it but have you seen the last episode yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it, it, i have hope it's going a certain direction it doesn't necessarily seem like it is anymore it's also the kind of show that could like he could just show back up. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> like, and just no, I didn't know TJ was leaving, so I I feel I, like that is a positive for the direction I want it to go. I just heard that today. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't watch Veep. I hear it's a okay. very different show from the show that I watched and didn't like. It's very different. It's 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 in an interesting place now. It really mm-hmm. took a ballsy stance at the finale of last season. Yeah. And this season, it is having a very interesting struggle to make that reality stick and work, but it's really, it's cool. It's, I like and it. It's like a different showrunner as well. Um, for this season. Yeah. For this season. I didn't David know that. Mandel. Okay. He, uh, he, uh, got sort of first notice, I guess, uh, as working on Seinfeld, he worked on curb. Okay. Um, and 
but the name actually stood out because Kevin Smith used to talk about him a lot because mm-hmm. he worked on the Clerks animated series. Oh, okay. Which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the Clerks animated series. I've never seen that, no. It's like maybe 10 episodes. Okay. Really fucking good. Okay. It's really funny. Should I see Clerks 2? I love Clerks 2. Okay. I really do. <laughs> Uh, Rosario Dawson's great. Um, fucking Dante's great. No, Randall's great. Okay. Um, you know, just a lot of good, it's, it's just a lot of good fun. A lot of good fun. It's funny you mentioned Curb because I've been rewatching the fourth season of Curb. Okay. That's the one where he, the producer's season. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Which I just loved. And I just watched the episode with the survivor. Do you I, remember that joke? No. It's fantastic. It was fun to rewatch it being in the height of the survivor okay. season where it's a, survivor it's colby the survivor player who was from one of the early seasons yelling at a holocaust survivor that he's a survivor and then the holocaust survivor's like no i'm a survivor and he's like and it's it was a very tickling joke uh but oh man also just to go back to clerks 2 for a second if you do go back and watch it just keep in mind that it was made in 2006 and okay a lot yeah, of, a lot mm-hmm. of things about a lot of things are different, mm-hmm. but particularly the internet. <laughs> oh, okay, that's interesting. Like they use a lot of the internet as far as just like a way, as like a plot device, as a way to like make things happen. Is it in a way? What does that mean? Does it mean like they don't really understand what the internet is? No, they do. It's just like it's it was a very different place in which it was like it's just like a lot of message boards. Okay, and, okay, and a lot of okay, like weird. Sites that you go to to do certain. It was two thousand six when the the rotating video chat. What was that called? Oh, chat roulette. Chat roulette. Yeah, was that around that era? I feel was like that, that was later? more like oh eight. Mm-hmm. I just or, found it. No, you're not even like oh later nine than or twenty ten. Mm-hmm. That's I'm starting to get that era of my life a little hazed. Hazy. I just found Absolutely. out Kesha's Animal album came out in two thousand ten with TikTok and all that. Ugh. Nice. Fuck. <laughs> I'm over here trying to get that out of. <laughs> no, that was my reaction to oh, that oh, album oh. being seven years old. Yes, seven. It's only. It's. I thought it was a lot older. God, that album is in second grade right now. Uh, seven? Are you? Yeah. yeah okay. You started okay. kindergarten when you were five. Well, I only really remember I was eleven in fifth grade. Man, I don't know how fucking school works. <laughs> I really don't. Uh. But yeah, am I watching anything else? What the fuck else have I been watching? You know what is interesting? I'm worried about Leftovers. I've been watching Leftovers, mm-hmm. which is the the Damien Lindelof yep. yeah, drama. And it's in its third season, final season. And it's it's he has a up and down reputation sure. with this type of stuff. Yeah. And we're coming into the end of this show in a very, oh, we'll see how it goes. A little turbulence into the landing. Yeah, I've been talking, I've talked highly of the show up until this season and now it's one of those well let me finish it and see if it's worth finishing and i'll let you know i love the second season but we'll see yeah yeah i don't know i never got into it because it just if seems like the if first it ends season good just, it's worth it i just it, I, from what it seemed first season seemed like a real fucking bummer it is a bummer it's a it's generally a bummer yeah so you know there's enough of that okay there's a lot of that that's fair. Oh boy, um, cool. So, unless there's anything else, which I'm sure just, there is, but yeah, we could. We could just come back to it. Yeah, we we could. Could. <laughs> back to it. Uh, but until then, uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, we're gonna be uh, talking about 
the 2001 uh, HBO original series, Six Feet Under. Okay. And we're back. That was the uh, the long ass opening sequence to Six Feet Under. Hopefully, I fucking edited it down because I should. Because don't HBO needs to chill with their with their intros and the mm-hmm. fact that this came mm-hmm. out in two thousand one. Like they've just been doing this fucking forever. Mm-hmm. They need to fucking chill. Uh, it's long. It's boring. Stop it. The- Unless it's a good song. No, you're fine. You're you're I. It's interesting because it's. I wonder if I consider it a reflection of the show as a whole. How you just described that? Because I like. I I think I generally like the show. I don't know if I'm gonna continue watching it, dude. Fuck this show. (laughs) Oh, okay. Fuck this (laughs) fucking show. I've been sitting on this fucking rant for months now. Okay. This was the show Tony Colt originally chose. Okay. And flip the script. So he was okay. It, last minute, he's like, "Can we do the OC?" I'm like, "Uh, fine." Jeez, okay, yeah, which is great. I loved the OC pilot. It was fun. That's funny. Peter Gallagher is the fucking best. That's like a two hour pilot, right? No, no, no. It was, oh, okay. uh, man, it was around there. I mean, two hours. It's tough. He, like, she, he's the... like a secretly like killed someone or something like that. What? Pretty boy, the one in OC. <laughs> he's just trouble. Whatever. I mean, maybe later, but not in the pilot. Okay, it was fun. But before that. Before he switched to last minute, mm-hmm. I watched this fucking show. Okay. Did he want to watch it? He's like, I love Six Feet Under. Let's no, no, do no. this. He's okay. just like, I guess Six Feet Under. Okay. No opinion. Yeah, no cool. opinion. Okay. Fuck this fucking show. Didn't like it? God damn it. I. So normally I ask, oh, what made you pick this show? Sure. It's the last show of the fucking season. It's yeah. the last one on the list. No choice. Here's where we are. You mm-hmm. had no choice in the matter. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but if you want to fucking blame anybody, next time you see Tony, Slap him in the face. Okay. Uh, and it'll still be not even half as melodramatic as anything that happens <laughs> in this fucking bullshit stage play that they couldn't put up at the Rosedale Community Theater. So they just fucking somehow put a, a butt up someone's butt at okay. HBO. And, and a pretty accurate way to describe this. It's so fucking yeah. overly melodramatic. And, and <laughs> I'm sorry. Say something, because I'm just going to keep ranting. I had... It's funny that you say that, because I couldn't tell if I thought it was a dry comedy or not. Like, I I really... From everything I uh, had heard about this show's reputation going into it, Mm -hmm. it was a dark comedy. I remember... Dark comedy, okay. Do you have, like, any, like, history or know anything about, like... Did you you remember, like, hearing about the show, like, when it was on in 2001 No, because when it comes on, I'm 11 and I'm not watching shows on HBO or shows about death every episode. 
I think right around the time I am starting to watch Oz as like a teenager and, and getting into that type of older, higher tiered shows, I think I learned that one of the main characters, I think that I've learned of the fifth or fourth season of a shocking moment that one of the main characters, so every, I know that every episode, whoever they're going to do the funeral for dies in the opening scene. I think that's the only thing I know about the show. And then the first time I heard about the show, I found out one of the main characters dies in the opening mm. scene. And it's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. this finally happened. You've yeah. been thinking about it the whole time. I didn't know anything. I just knew that was the, the format of the show and that eventually one of the characters would die. I still didn't and know. And all I'm so... thinking of is which one of the characters have we met is probably the one that died. I, I still no didn't idea. know that about the show. You didn't know I, that? Yeah. No, I just okay. thought that like Richard Jenkins's character as the dad dying in the first scene was I, just like a... a that's a flashy way to start a... I believe every episode starts in some form of that way. Okay. I think. Uh, Which confuses me because we can talk about how does that... What would the show be about? Well, what I mean, the... it could just be like guests and stuff like that. Guests, and then I guess they interact with everyone. I, get, I don't, man. I've... I remember hearing about this show uh, because my mom worked at a funeral home at the time. Hmm, okay. Uh, she like worked at a funeral home for like 20 years or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, What'd she do? Uh, she was just like in the office and stuff okay, like that. Okay. But like, you know, you, you're still like. How many people work in a funeral home at any given time? Um, It depends on how big, like hers was like kind of a, I mean, remember Fred Hunters? Boom. Fred Hunters from Hollywood, Florida. Oh, no. Yeah. Is this a. Yeah. Me. No, that's, I do. Okay, I I feel like I've seen that logo. Yeah, I'm well, not. <laughs> that's like their newer logo. It used to be like the the horse and buggy with like, it was like a longer horse and buggy. Is it a chain funeral home in South sort Florida? Of, yeah, I don't. I'm not looking at them. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I'm driving by, those escaped my eye. So yeah, I mean, it depended on which location it was. Okay, uh, like if it was the Taft Street location, it was like. Pretty big. So she worked in the corporate area of Fred Hunter's. Uh, that's sort of well. I mean, still like all the offices are where like the the it would be viewing at rooms the and all that okay, stuff okay. are. And then she moved to the University Drive location. Okay. Which, hey, if this is some killer she Broward County local branch, and then she would bounce around depending on the, where they needed her. Yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like not that many people, like five or six. Okay. Like it's it doesn't take that many. People so to run so out. the show is. Accurate in that sense. In that sense, okay. yeah. Except like this is much more of like a family business family or whatever. Thing, yeah. um, but I remember like having gone to like take your child to work day and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, like, <laughs> they have like you have to have like a sense of humor about what you do. Otherwise, like you just around a bunch of fucking crying people all day, mm-hmm. and like it sucks. Mm-hmm. So, like when you can and no one's there, you gotta like laugh, and it becomes very much like gallows humor, and and. It's just, it's a survival mechanism. Hmm. And so I remember them talking about this show when it was going to come on the air and just like, oh man, I wonder how that is. And then like, none of them fucking gave a shit about it. Okay. Because the show sucks. Wow. So let's talk. So what, what I have a problem with Nate. I'm learning through, I, I like to keep at least, you know, Wikipedia up while we talk, so I'm not making up names sure. and stuff like that. Sure. And it this is confirming that Nate is the main character, which disappoints me because I don't relate to him at all. Peter Krause? Is that the guy? That's who? Nate. Yeah. 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 I. So, have you ever watched Sports Night? No, I've heard of it. I think I've seen maybe one episode on Nick at Night. So this will night. probably 
Yeah, this is probably because I've been predisposed to Peter Krause okay. from Sports Night. Okay. Loved him there. Okay. And so he's the one character, two one of two characters I actually gave a shit about really? in this fucking show. I didn't like him. I liked him. He had the most charisma of anybody on the fucking cast. Yeah, that's he, for sure. He was the reason I couldn't tell if it was a He's the reason it's not funny because he isn't funny. He's not a funny character or guy or. No. And he's not. Like Michael C. Hall's character is is playing up the melodrama, but it's also in a way that there's a you can crack to, to it. Yeah, yeah. like um, I didn't care for him. Really, I didn't. I love because I also character. never watched Dexter, so I don't give a fuck about Michael C. It Hall. It makes so much sense why he's Dexter now. That's all I was thinking. I didn't know he was on the show, mm-hmm. so I'm watching him, and it's really the same tone of character. Is it really, yeah, it's really that similar. Sucks. It's it's just the idea of like. Instead, now he's a serial killer in Miami. <laughs> that's that fucking. Oh God! <laughs> I blame Six Feet Under. And it was interesting to see that he was in uh, uh, that he's playing a closeted gay character because in Dexter, he's his sister on that show is his wife, and and they have that. Did you know all this? All the Dexter drama. You don't know Dexter I, drama. I, I knew the only thing I want to know about Dexter is I want to watch the season. With John Lithgow, no, you want to know, and yeah, that's it. That's a great season. You want to know this because I didn't watch. And he it, ended up as like a fucking lumberjack or whatever bullshit. He, he's married to the 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 actress that plays his sister, and at some point during the run of the show, they get divorced. And then some point after that moment in the run of the show, they write the storyline of him and his sister becoming intimate. He's not really a sister, but they had a divorced couple that were playing brother and sister start a relationship in a show. That reminds me of something else I've been watching. Yeah, I'm changing the fucking You're subject. Okay. Uh, I finished uh, uh, all four seasons of Arrested Development wow. recently. Yeah. Okay. For the first time? Uh, no, for the second time. Okay, okay. Um, and like just after I finished season four, mm-hmm. they announced season five is actually yeah, going to be a thing, that's which exciting. is super cool. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, and it's also one of those things where it's like, Arrested Development started in like 2003 mm-hmm. and still holds up, but it just, it, it sucks. You can't like go back and just tweak things mm-hmm. because there's a lot about that show. That's like pretty problematic. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, I remember I laughed really hard at that and mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. I just can't mm-hmm. even, I can't even drudge it up like the whole mr f storyline all that (laughs) i love that like yeah man (laughs) god damn it so it's it's just like it's hard yeah but a lot of it also still totally holds up i agree and i think a fifth season will be exciting because the fourth season was i think it was pretty early netflix original when it came out and it, it was a learning curve of how do we make a show with such big actors work when we definitely can't get them in the room the scheduling the way yeah yeah so i think now that they've learned that they they took a pretty big project on when they tried that the first time oh, because they wrote the show based on that yeah so now i i'm interested to see how they do season five in yeah that sense. i actually just happened to have been on because i'm going through like old podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. and it was an old uh mitch Hurwitz episode um of nerdist and it was like leading up to like doing promotion for season four um, so it was oh, just cool. really mm-hmm. cool to sort of get that sort of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, I, it's uh, hopefully they can, I don't know, it, it, it definitely was better second time around. Okay. Expecting the fourth seasons in particular. That, or, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Expecting 
the that structure of okay. like uh, or knowing why it was happening or what extent it's gonna exactly mm-hmm. yeah whereas like I feel like that first time around and you like oh each episode is gonna be centered around mm-hmm. a particular character I mean I guess um, I also don't remember that it ended on such a fucking cliffhanger I don't of, remember that either of Michael and George Michael like finding out that they are dating the same same woman that doesn't get resolved by the end of the no. it's like they just find out okay george michael punches his dad and then like that's the end of the fucking okay that's the okay. end of the season okay yeah <laughs> so that just geared me up even more okay um but the brother sister stuff that just reminded me because of the Lindsay and george mm-hmm, michael stuff mm-hmm, that they also mm-hmm. flirted with as well yes um I guess we got to go back to six feet on. Yeah, we can we can continue. So okay, so you liked we we really differ on this. So you like Nate, don't like Michael C. Hall. Yeah, and I feel David. like that's just a lot of like predisposition, like because like the same reason why I didn't give a fuck about Frances Conrad, uh, because she's right now. I'll tell you right now, she's my fucking LVP, uh, the least valuable player. Yes. The mom? Yes. Wow. So who is the character that you, you said two characters you related to or, read, or worked for you? Yeah. What was the second one? Richard fucking Jenkins. The dad? The dad. Fucking Academy Award winner Richard Jenkins. But he I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to be in it much. I, no. I'm interested to see if he's going to be in, see, in it longer. I mean, they at least allude to the fact that like he could be because he keeps showing up in either flashbacks or like uh, dream sequences. You know what I I couldn't tell if did Nate talk to him in the morgue when he popped up in his in his mind? I think it was like a dream well, sequence. What I liked about it was so David gets caught talking out loud as if he's ta- so yeah he's behind him but he's not really there and then he ends up just kind of like yelling at right. him therapeutically. I liked how it seemed to imply that they were all doing the similar thing, but in a little bit of a different way where yeah, he was like kind of talking out and, and Nate was just visioning it or, yeah. or that sort of sense. And a lot of the structure of the episode was the stages of grief or whatever mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. bullshit with those commercials, which were maybe the best part, but like, I guess. So you didn't like Ruth's reaction, her, her, um, freak outs and stuff, her, From her grieving when, like, when she, that's, that was maybe my least favorite part of the fucking episode okay, was okay. her freaking out when she gets the call that mm-hmm. Richard Jenkins is dead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Like it that's that was the first thing that made a click of just like this is regional fucking theater. Okay. Is what this is. I agree. That's that's a very this theatrical is, moment. This is a this is a a forty seven year old woman who uh like tried to get her kids in the theater and it didn't stick for them. They mm-hmm. wanted to do ta- taekwondo <laughs> and they left the house for college. And she tried out for the local community theater and she got a small part. She got a small part, but it's just like you say, there are no small parts. There's only small actors. So she, she milked it for everything she could. And she overplayed that moment. (laughs) God. It wasn't even so much like throwing the phone. It wasn't so much swiping the dishes off of the fucking counter or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it was going to, the thing full of like where you knives. Your like spoons and knives and like your That's why whiskers and whatever and just individually like throwing those out. It's like, oh, fuck, fuck, no, no. So, That's- so is it about me? Is it What does it say about me that I was giggling when the knife part, it was so, it was a little over the top. It was, so I giggled. 
Because she's play, she's juggling knives in her reaction. Like, <laughs> if she if she just straight straight up started juggling knives, well, not a maybe. traitor. She fumbled with it. I I thought we both had this similar reaction of, ah, oh, she's gonna cut her hands up I, doing that. I don't feel like there was enough tongue in the cheek. Okay, for me to get what you have apparently well, gotten from well, this. Well, no, because then we get to the point where they take the the dirt and they have the whole dirt scene moment. And, yeah, and I that vaguely... was a little serious, in and that threw me off because I did think the payoff was going to be at when they're burying him, and there would be some humor there. Mm-hmm. There was really no humor oh. there. Also, in like a lot of the, the man, I, like I, I'm even taking umbrage with the way it's fucking shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's being shot in a way that it feels like the cinematographer like couldn't fucking cut it in the movies. And he has a chip on his shoulder. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to fucking rack this focus. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Well, look at this shot. Look at this angle. It just, it, I don't know why it fucking irked me, this show. Okay. Like, it, it, it's fucking tone and just aura. It's aura pissed me off. I, I disagree. I like the shoot. I, I, there was a moment in the, the grocery store where they're panning. And so I do agree. What's funny is I agree with that analysis of it. I just wasn't irked by it. So like it did feel cinematographic or cinema, cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. Not cinematographic. <laughs> it's cinematographic. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way. <laughs> but they're panning and it's going to be about Nate. Is, um, but it's <laughs> just like a moment where Claire is being methed out, walking, but we just oh, see her going through. The- I mean, good on them for being up on meth, like fucking seven years before Breaking Bad. Yeah, but- hipster meth addict. Jesus. I was, uh, I didn't, I was, uh, that was fine. There was a, okay. So they have the moment where she's already told him she's on meth. Mm-hmm. Nate. And then they're in the car and she's driving even though he's in the car, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So then he, he's like, you're going too fast. She's like, I'll go faster. So he's like, pull over. They pull over. He, he comes out and he's asking her all this stupid stuff. And the conversations about how he can't become her father or something like that. But why wasn't the conversation about how, why was he letting her drive on meth? He knew he would, what was dog? That was a bad conversation. Dog. <laughs> that was a forced conversation. Like, all of it, man. But that's why I don't like Nate, because mm. it, all the, the bad parts of the show, to me, stemmed from the Nate character. From the Because I'm going to have sure. to care about but Nate. But you know what? Or At least this motherfucker off- can deliver a line. At least he can... Kind of. Better than anyone else in this fucking show. I thought David did pretty well. I, I can't... Or I the can't cop, is his boyfriend. That was, a, that was an interesting character in storyline. It was, like, the first interesting thing the show did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like bring him and having that like yeah odd dynamic. That was that was probably like mm-hmm. if the freak out was like my least favorite scene. That was probably like my most favorite scene. It's also interesting when you see something like an internet gif uh, or meme. Yeah, and you have no context for it, <laughs> and then you see. I love that it. shit. So the her Claire's reaction to kind of catching David and her boyfriend is a meme I've seen or a, or a gif. I'm yeah. gonna call it a gif. It's a gif. Um, I. All the time. I've seen that all the time. I had no idea where it was. It was funny to see it play out. Yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, God. I, I literally have nothing else to talk about six, for, for Six Feet Under. I have nothing else, unless there's something else. Do you have anything else? I'm trying to... I'm Well, okay. So, 
what was it? Did you ever watch anything like I didn't myself, but anything like Parenthood or anything like I that? I tried on, watching Parenthood. Oh, did, did you like it? Couldn't get into it. Okay. What was the one that's similar to Parenthood also on NBC? This is us. That one is also very similar to it, so that works. But there was yeah. one that was later that I oh I actually brothers and sisters. Oh, that's okay, what I was sure. Um, because it reminds me of that type of show where the I just don't think it's for me in the sense of I think I was supposed to have this big payoff of emotion at the moment of the the burial, mm-hmm. and I'm just not watching the show with that interest in mind like that's not where i want my i don't want my story to wrap up about an average guy's average story which is what nate feels like is an average guy yeah for sure um there's a lot of these shows that like sort of fall into that fucking oeuvre of Mm -hmm. like like do i have to have a fucking kid to enjoy these shows that's what it feels it feels like (laughs) i i have to really have a a family mentality going into it a lot of Arcs are going to be about relationships on like and, both mm-hmm. sides of like a, a father son or mother child dynamic. Knowing going in, it was a family of funeral owners, or I didn't know the dad was going to die. I thought it was yeah. a whole family. I'm surprised by how little people are in the show. I thought there would be five or six siblings. Yeah. So yeah. I feel well, like there can't be too much development that I give a crap. About. I don't know, man. I don't know. If okay, so if you. We're writing this show. What would be your season arc, your first season arc for what's going on? Like, what would be your big payoff? I mean, well, that's kind of like the thing. Like, the, that's the thing is, is the most interesting thing that's happening here mm-hmm. is David's relationship. Yeah, that would be what you, you'd have to have him come out to his family by the end of the season. Yeah, and that. then you have uh, the, I mean, a potential uh, uh, relationship between Nate and the the lady from the plane who also was terrible. I did not like her. I didn't she, like that character at all. I didn't like the character. I didn't like the performance. It was all, that it was all bad. The whole, not interested, yeah. not interested in that. Uh, so just, yeah, but, but I like that's, there's something mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking go down the, the rebellious teenager route. Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. what would you do? Uh, well, I guess what would you do with the ghost element? Cause they, I don't think the ghost element, with the dad or any ghost, it's, they have a potential to. Really I pay bring whatever anyone. the fuck you gotta do to get Richard Jenkins on every, as a regular on every episode, and 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 have him be a fucking character. Make it Beetlejuice. You know, and I make this show Beetlejuice. Is what fucking happens. You know, in Dexter, Dexter's father's also dead. God and damn it! His father's also a ghost figure that talks to him because is it the same fucking? It would not. It's shock not so. Me so Dexter's this. Well, he's a same. serial killer. He's like in. He's not. Um, what is he? He's just like a weirdo guy that I guess is a sociopath. Okay. It's like a sociopath and he likes to take um, justice into his own hands and he finds evil people or he's just from a young age been bloodthirsty or something like okay. that. So sure. The premise is his dad, who's a cop, knew this, kind of was like, oh, I, my son's going to be this psychotic murderer. I'm going to teach him all these rules so that he... A doesn't get caught and B only murders people that deserve to die. So then he's died and now Dexter's an adult. So anytime Dexter's thinking about his rules or his morality, his father shows up and is like, Oh, Dexter, you know, stick to the rules, stick to the plan. Don't tell your sister, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, I want to know if the, like showrunner. Oh, the creators creator, are similar. Writer, yeah. It was well. It, it was, doesn't look. It was like also interesting mm-hmm. because 
Dexter's in South Florida. This seems to be in L.A., if I'm not Isn't mistaken. LA? Well, it's, yeah. it's Christmas and it's hot, so yeah, it's, it's somewhere. Yeah, it's probably California. Somewhere. California somewhere. Yeah. So it was funny to me, A, that Michael C. Hall seems to love filming in hot locations. He's smart in that sense. Oh, boy. Everyone I signing on to Fargo is a moron. I think you're on to something, even <laughs> though like they didn't really fucking shoot Dexter in Miami, though. I um, think they, they, they shot Burn Notice in Miami. They did shoot Burn Notice in Miami. I think they shot a little bit of Dexter in Miami. Like, probably some exteriors, but they were, like, for the first season. I actually looked this up for some reason because I was having the same conversation. It's like, yeah. At a certain point, they were just like, can't, it's too expensive. So they went to L.A. to film it? Yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. It is. It very much is. Um, uh, Alan Ball was, like, one of the main writers for Six Feet Six Under. Feet Under. Uh, before it, he wrote, um, he wrote American Beauty. Ooh, soul writer? Uh, let's see. But like, does that surprise you? Totally? No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like when I saw it there, I didn't even flinch because like, of course he did. Of fucking course he did. American Beauty. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how well that holds up. Yeah, soul writer, soul writing. Credit. I can't imagine that holds up too well. No, not at all. I don't know unless you're really into fucking grocery bags. Um, that's I. It's always so funny when something like that gets played out, and you kind of learn about it when it's been played out. So you can't really feel the wave of wow, how ingenious is this filming a bag scene? Because now it's just the filming the bag scene yeah. that we've all made fun of forty times. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next thing he created, True Blood. Ooh, have you ever watched any True Blood? <laughs> I've watched a couple episodes yeah, of True too. Blood with <laughs> our. Mutual friend Madison Kirby. I've, I think I watched a little bit of the first season. It's I, I it's pretty... watched episodes like later in the run. It's silly. It's silly. It's, a, it's graphic for sure. Whoa, HBO baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, who would your LVB LVP be? Is it going to be Peter Krause? Nate. My least valuable player is yeah. going to be his his airplane girlfriend that seems to be definitely sticking around. You know what? Fine. I don't like her. Fine. As a character. I'm fine with that. Yeah. We can be in agreement on that. Okay. I think she's... I would also say one of my LVPs would be the guy that made Claire smoke meth. Oh, yeah. I, I, I always forget his name. I don't like the idea that drug addicts or the like he can't show some concern for a girl that he seems to be maybe partially yeah dating. yeah uh by the way it's also like based off of performance as well oh performance yeah hmm uh yeah i don't like i didn't like nate i didn't like him he i said it already like he's the only one that showed any sort of charisma whatsoever i thought what'd you think of that final scene where he's like looking at everybody dogs like i running. don't remember the final scene running. i watched they the did show a lot. Oh, once there's some stuff to talk about oh so you don't remember any of the commercials or anything i remember like that? some of the commercials commercials, yeah. the commercials also made me think it was a weird comedy that's the only part that like fucking smelt like a comedy it did some interesting stuff it did some interesting stuff i can see how in 2001 it was more you go like groundbreaking oh, than wow that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Artsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing art on TV. It's funny because 
Twin Peaks just came back out. Which I've never seen. Never me neither. Not nothing about David Twin Lynch Peaks. was here just two weeks in, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, here in Chicago or here in your here in the apartment on the show. <laughs> Robert brought him along. That can't be true. <laughs> He was here. You can listen to it. I'm not going. You can't get me. He's only here I, when Robert's here. You should support it's, it's the very, Patreon, but I'm not going to listen. It's very crazy that he's only here when Robert's here. That's funny. That's good for Robert. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's one of those shows that's super artsy and weird. And Well, and the crazy thing about that is the fact that it was on ABC. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> there were there was no cable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it had to be on ABC, NBC, or CBS. And it was all, yeah, it was just like 30 million people fucking watched Twin Peaks. I, I bring it up because it 16 million people watched Breaking Bad. Did they really? Six, by the end of it? By the end of it. Wow. Yeah. Good for Breaking Bad. Good for Breaking Bad, but like that's half. That's mm-hmm. fucking half mm-hmm. of what Twin Peaks was at its like worst. That's crazy because Twin Peaks is odd. Twin Peaks is fucking bananas. <laughs> I've seen like clips or like moments. Yeah. My, my roommate's currently watching it, so I'm trying to wait for him to finish to watch it. Yeah. But that seemed like truly artsy. It seemed like he really went. There was a vision. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna do. It's just in this format. Six Feet Under felt like it was playing with that, but like you said, it did feel like well, I'm writing a play. I'm writing this thing. It would be interesting as a play, though. <laughs> I would much rather. I I, I would definitely how buy would you, into it more how as would you do play. how would you tr- how would you adapt a tv series into a play a five season tv series into a play would you just do the pilot and just do the pilot or would you try to summarize it or would you do three years every week a different show that, that's not sustainable <laughs> i could do it <laughs> <laughs> challenge gauntlet has been thrown and there's nothing that can't get the audience or people in the audience like six feet under you know there's 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 nothing worse than than (laughs) seeing the ratings right in front of you what would you it would be like your ratings are down this week we only sold half the house that's what i mean you'd get like well you'd get your third episode in and like (laughs) two people five people are in the audience like oh my god we can't do this for five seasons (laughs) can't do 140 of these (laughs) Uh, I all right. Who would your MVP be? Who's what's your favorite who, who, performance? Yours is who is your MVP? Richard Jenkins. Okay. My I think mine's David. I liked I liked it. That's the character I'm gonna care about. I thought he had a more. I, look at his his relationship with his dad. I think. Look at me. I'm repressed. Yeah, but he. Nate's is the same idea. It's like, oh, I was scared to be a part of the family. I didn't have a purpose. And now I'm going to just come in and be a funeral director. That's going to be his new purpose, I guess. And yeah, we're gonna look, I don't know, man. It's, we, I don't want to look at... I'm not going to watch the show because I don't want to see the story through his eyes. I'm not going to watch the show because I like to enjoy what I'm watching. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, would you... Okay, uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. What would you, uh, so I think that answers, we both don't pick it up. If you work for HBO uh, and you see that pilot, do you pick it up as a show for your network? Yeah, like I do. I, I can see why it was liked. I think if I was older in 2001, I would have watched it and yeah. enjoyed it and liked it. It's interesting also because I, I feel like this is around the time The Wire and The Sopranos, which... You, you hear about the big four all, or yeah. you used to hear about the big four all the time. Um, 
it's funny that there are some shows that kind of tried to uh, show themselves as that type of show. Like they um, pitch themselves as that yeah. quality. They put that mask on. And they don't get that. It, it, yeah. And it seems generally like people like this show, but it's not great. People just, I'm, I was surprised it was HBO. I, I didn't realize it was HBO. Yeah. I thought it was something else. Uh, I, I would pick it up though. I would pick it up today. If you, wow. Okay. Uh, if you were in like a panel setting and you can, there's a Q and A, you okay. can ask uh, uh, the director. I think Alan Ball both wrote and directed this episode. Okay. Um, if you could ask writer, director, creator, anything about the show, what what is it you would ask? I would ask him what his <clears throat> intent or where this pilot episode was on an emotional scale that the show is going to take, and depending on that answer, how far action-wise or emotional-wise he was... Because if this was... The the problem with the show is is if this was a 10 on the character showing emotion scale, that wasn't very exciting, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bore fest when they're only showing a 7 or a 6. Yeah. So... But if this was the five and it's going to like and, and we're just getting introduced to their grieving status or, or, or when we see other people at the funeral home, they're going to freak out and all that kind of stuff. You really didn't like Ruth. <laughs> um, nah. That would be my thing. I think I would ask. Yeah. I, what about the affair that they dropped on us? That was a little strange. Cool. OK. <laughs> I feel like that's like I feel like that's a, a for all those shows that you brought up earlier like mm-hmm. i feel like that's a, 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 a like a requisite for the genre to have like a secret affair or a secret family or some shit like mm-hmm. that um that's like what the meth felt like and all we've, the yeah we've got to have the alt child that's you know doing Rebelling. the drugs yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're gonna have a fucking episode of the week or whatever bullshit and of course we've got like two 35 year old men and then a girl what was she like a little sister 10 15 years younger yeah Is that yeah, yeah okay uh i would ask how many airport janitorial closets have you fucked in? I have. I wouldn't know. I don't think those are unlocked. I'm just throwing it out. Even even pre nine eleven, pretty sure they're locked. Just saying, and this was what to, this was. I guess it could have been the summer before nine eleven. Yeah, I'm just fully assuming that this was before nine eleven. I guess it was at least it was at least shot before nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I guess. But even then, before after doesn't matter. Are you having those sex with a lot of strangers? That's what I'm asking him. I was confused by the fact that they were both very aware of having sex, but they both seemed like this particular stranger endeavor was was more for some reason. Why? Why was why was this random hookup for both characters more meaningful than their previous random hookups? Because it's on a TV show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And she drove him to his. I guess. Yeah. I guess it's like. Do you think that relationship hinges on the fact that she met him on the day that her his father died, and he kind of grasped onto her? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like that doesn't happen. Like she's like, all right, uh, later. That's an unhealthy. Can start I get a ride? No. Just saying. Yeah. Well, I wonder how uh, that's going to affect the family dynamic and really. Uh, you know the, the relationship moving forward. And who do you think? Also, the the mom asks her very much like when she shows up at the hospital, and she's like, "Who is this?" Yeah. As if like, is this one of your? But I think everyone should have been very aware that the dad was on his way to pick him up yeah. from the airport, and mm-hmm. if he's going to show up out of the blue, 
I I was surprised that they didn't just assume she was or somebody that just because what did she say we met through cooking she couldn't have just said we met on the plane he yeah I helped him I helped him get here when I found out 2001 you didn't have iPods you didn't have fucking Mm -hmm. laptops and shit you talked to people on the Mm -hmm. plane Mm mm-hmm I remember having conversations with people on the fucking bus in 2005. Really? Like freshman year of college. I used to talk to too many people. I used to talk to just strangers in Chick-fil-A. Really? It's like, oh, what class are you taking? Blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. Like, it would have been perfectly acceptable to say, like, oh, yeah, we met on the plane and we struck up a conversation. I think so. I yeah. Think, I think some of some of Nate's lies were bad. I think a lot of the show was bad. Okay. I think you're bringing me around to that. I think I, I, I came in pretty happy about it. I all of this shit. I, I mean, I had I watched it today. I didn't have any work. I was having a pretty relaxing day. Good so for you. I, I did just kind of like, oh, let me throw on this show. And yeah. I don't think. You, okay. How much? I mean, it, I came in as a blank, blank slate. I had no predispositions to this show whatsoever. Can, can, and I, I remember vividly the show actively angering me. Okay. Okay, so we give it. What, 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 what were you gonna say? Sorry. No, I I, I want to transition into something okay. completely different. What would you give a grade for Six Feet Under? Christ, um, is it so bad? Is it a fail compared to other shows, no, or is it? At, at the very least, at the very least, you can see that it has some sort of vision and ambition and some form of talent working on it or yeah like you can see that the show is striving to be something interesting Mm -hmm. so at the very least it gets like a d plus okay i just felt like it needed some more fucking drafts or something okay that's i think i'd give it a b minus i yeah i guess that works maybe a c plus sure maybe you've brought me down in the c level (laughs) But I think I came in Michael it C it was plus Hall. Nice, got him. <laughs> uh, cool. Before we end, yeah. have you been watching the President Show at all? The no, I haven't. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, I've been watching it. How is it? Does it work? I think so. It's the the most bizarre thing about it is it. It's very refreshing. It's like the Colbert Report, mm-hmm. but kicked up to like on a scale of one to 10 20 yeah like it's very it's very strange it's it's strange to watch people interview with him because real people are having kind of therapeutic moments where they're just like they don't they don't really know what to do but they feel like compelled to attack the guy yeah and it, it's very strange they this huh. last episode i watched they did almost like a complete re um a reshot of the end of 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> it was very bizarre, but I, I think it's refreshing. I think there's a lot of um, cynical negativity surrounding impressions and mm-hmm. com- comedic like recapping of Trump. Yeah, and this is a lot more. It takes a it takes a lot of power from him because it makes him very. But in a way that's not stereotypical Trump humor. It's mm-hmm. just it's this the premise is this guy is Trump and Trump is in the White House doing this show because he can. And that's right. the premise. So and it's it's bizarre and weird. And I'm hoping it just got picked up through the summer. Okay. I'd give it a little watch. Do do you remember That's My Bush? I remember Lil Bush. 
Lil Bush was also <laughs> very interesting. But is it similar to that vein? Of- sort of. <laughs> it was like in 2000, early 2001. Okay. Produced by by the South Park guys, Matt and Trey. Okay. And it was a multicam sitcom about the Bushes so in fun. the White House. Okay. So it was another sort of play on like a sitting president mm-hmm. in this traditional television show presentation i think it's i would i I might go watch that because that's interesting i have to imagine it holds up uh okay because yeah it was great and they were just like your wacky neighbors Mm -hmm. and you know you're it was it was i remember it being very funny Mm -hmm. i will watch that because that seems to that bush was the height of daily show so i could see so that was the perfect way to tackle this humor Mm -hmm. which is it's working for some of the late night daily late night hosts right now yeah but i don't know i feel like i feel like so many people are so depressed about it that they don't especially the demographic of people watching these shows in particular it's a lot they don't want to see anything about it. at a certain point it's not even so much like the content of of what's happening Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. how it's being joked about or whatever as it is just like it's it's just a fucking lot yeah it's it's a lot and it's always yeah so and that's that's been the one thing people have said about this when i've told them about the president show yeah. is they're just like, like I just don't they don't the fucking... want to see yeah. him even because he is a good impersonator of right it. so right it's crazy <laughs> it's it's interesting um but yeah i wanted to slip i remembered yeah i wanted to bring that back up um well we're gonna start winding down i imagine but uh, we have uh, like a whole nother thing to talk about. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll edit. <laughs> so, edit what? This is, we're, this is doing it. Okay. Unless you're going to back out I on me like do last people, minute. Do, well, do people, no, I meant the, the episode we're currently on. Do people listen past an hour? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, great, great people. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that. Guys, thank you so much yeah, uh, thank for you. listening. Um, this is uh, my last episode oh, of Picked what? Up oh as a host. God. Don't you dare act surprised <laughs> uh, because that is uh, the person who's going to be uh, taking the reins. Hi. Taking a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, um, we talked about it mm-hmm. for a while before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I with... Uh, everything that's going on with Arcade Audio yeah, and busy uh, the growth of it, as well as uh, Pod Slam, mm-hmm. which I let me go ahead and announce this as well. Do your thing, make uh, your plugs. It was a Pod Swoggle Twitch exclusive uh, a week ago, and if you haven't heard, Pod Slam this year is going to be on September twenty third, wow. two thousand seventeen, in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, still hammering out the details of the venue. It's gonna be great uh, weather. It's gonna be You're looking fantastic. to travel weather it's like the per it's like the last mm-hmm, chance you mm-hmm. can go into chicago and enjoy yourself yep uh <laughs> physically hopefully oh well, it's been such a late cold spring it always so is. maybe it'll make it a warm fall as well maybe either way september 23rd mm-hmm. uh get your ass to chicago for pod slam 2017 it's gonna be a fucking blast it should be exciting um but yeah so uh with the more that i keep putting on my plate um the less time that i've had to kind of devote towards picked up, which uh, makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
we talked about you picking picking up the show. Picking picked up, up, picked up. Uh, fucking hate myself. <laughs> um, and yeah, I uh, was. I left those those talks like super excited for for what the show is going to become. And, I'm, and I'm excited to take it over. I yeah. think it should be fun. I've been, we were talking about the, I want to make sure I pronounce it right, pa- Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> pa- pa- Panthenium. I've made a huge mistake. I'm going to work on some stuff for that. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. Hopefully I get the right uh, website and I don't put a bunch of extra content on some... <laughs> On on Algernon, uh, Algernon. <laughs> flowers for Algernon.com. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm super super excited uh, to see what the show becomes. I'm and excited I'm, too. I'm uh, super happy and and glad that you uh, you were willing to take this on. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- so I remember we were potentially talking about maybe I would start up doing some sort of uh, slinky like start to the show do you remember that where the last person uh, pitches the next show yeah we kind of talked about a bunch of different types of formats mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that um so i don't know i don't know fully what exactly i want to get started but to do it i thought we were talking about you would have right. to give the first episode for the just in case that's i right. do it that's right and then <laughs> oh boy. maybe if there's a resounding backlash from the <laughs> listeners i'll just do something else uh and it's and it it is to be inspired by um, by what we just. I watched. guess it could. Yeah. Um, in theory, the the first person I, I would have as a as a guest would be inspired by what you suggest. But mm-hmm. you can just get. You don't have to work on six feet under. Primarily, you can. It could be inspired from the conversation, perhaps. And your inspiration can just be starting the direction of the new picked up. Where oh, what boy. what do you want to see as your first? Uh, episode one you don't have the reins it's a, it's a it's a it's a lot of pressure it doesn't have I, to be <laughs> i forgot about this wrinkle i i know that's why i was asking as i did did we continue talking yeah. about this as the thing we're doing oh <laughs> man um i Very here's different. a show i don't even know if you'd be able to find okay you remember a show that was on mtv around either the late 90s or early 2000s <laughs> Called Lyrics Lounge. Lyricist Lyrics Lyrics Lounge. Lounge? Yes. No, never heard of that. It was a blend of sketch comedy and hip hop. What? Where <laughs> very often in the sketch, they would, in a very musical, Broadway musical like fashion, bust into raps. Okay. And it had like good, like most deaf and Snoop Dogg, and like it was like a good. Okay. Roster of rappers. Was it being done in the same vein of Dave Chappelle's musical things, or were these rappers part of the sketch and then they would sing as if characters in their? It no, was. Don't tell me. It was. <laughs> no, tell me I'm now not, that I've asked. Uh, but <laughs> ah, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'll do that one if that's what your if you pitch can is. Find it. That would be. I throw that out. If okay. you want like a backup, okay. I I will. This would be interesting. The pi- the first episode wouldn't be really. I guess it would be a pilot. First episode of SNL. Ooh, the pilot, the 1977 yep. or 1975. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those two should. Throwing it down. Those are interesting. You I know, think I'm going to go for that lyricist one first, though. That is. I remember it when I was in middle school. 
digging the shit out of it because Early it was two things I loved. MTV sketch comedy. That can't be good sketch comedy. Like in terms of um, the, that era, what were we just talking about in 2006 having Arrested Development? If Arrested yeah. Development has some suspect oh, humor God. in it, I can't imagine oh, this no. has good humor oh, in it. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> I can't Oh, imagine. what have I done? MTV is not exactly the uh, most mature humor either, especially well, in the early 2000s. And also, like as we're finding out on RJ Hates Rap, a lot of hip-hop, a lot of hip-hop, the majority of it is very problematic. Yeah, it's, not, it's not the best uh, message generally. But then some good hip-hop is a good message about how some hip hop is bad message. Sure. Like, you know, absolutely. There's some meta layer to hip hop. Absolutely. What is RJ listening to? We got to get him better. Uh, he really <laughs> liked uh, trick daddy. Really? Yeah. I like trick daddy. I like early little John trick daddy. I, he goes further back than little John did. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I like trick daddy. I like anyone that can, um, I, well, actually I don't want to trick daddy. Is it, he's, is he a fast lyricist? Not really, no. no. I like no. Fa- I like Twista. Twista. I like fast. He's done there's some tracks. There's a song Twista, called yeah. 60 Second Assassins, mm-hmm. which is fun. I've listened to that recently. Oh, I like that um, song. Twista's also on a few uh, tracks that a lot of people don't know from Ride or Die Volume 2. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a, a Rough Riders uh, like, uh, sort of mixtape compilation. Okay, okay. Very good. Interesting. Um, the opening track to that uh, that mixtape is like fucking banger. It's called World War Three, mm-hmm. And... Oh, God, it makes you long for the days of fucking subwoofers in the trunk just beating the shit out of that. Oh, it's hmm. so good. Fuck, it's so good. Okay. Um, I really want to find this at least on Wikipedia right now. Okay. Lyrics yeah, I am, you know. I just want to make sure, like, it was a real thing I remember happening. Oh, I agree. But yeah, you could be making it up. Maybe it was just, like, a special, like one of the ABC Maybe. musical specials. Because uh, there was also a series of mixtapes mixtapes as well for called the lyrics lounge. lounge uh and volume two is very very good as well huh um the, the biggest single off of that was uh oh no nate dog no uh most f okay um it was very good okay trust me it was very good and the album you. itself is also very very good hmm. um god damn it uh lyrics to Lounge show okay oh good i'm not crazy uh <clears throat> From Wikipedia, the Lyrics to Slounge show was an American sketch comedy series that aired on MTV from 2000 to 2001 that combined hip-hop music with raps uh, interspersed throughout the sketches. As Wordsworth, uh, Baby Power, and Master Fool rap on the theme song. And the first ones to ever place a sketch to a beat. The avenue and street where hip-hop and comedy meet. Yo, it's going down at Lyrics to Slounge show. Uh, the show is also noted as the first program to feature Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, who is on Blackish right now. I oh, believe she won the Emmy. Okay. Um, she is great. Uh, okay. Just as an ensemble character? Uh, like, I assume it's yeah. just a cast of... This yep. is crazy. Yeah. Because we're in the... It's, it's always crazy when there's a comedy show or something that is sketch comedy and you're in the comedy scene you've never heard of it before. Yeah. I rec- I was uh I was in North Carolina and we don't really have any cable so we were watching just Backwoods North Carolina local TV and we ended up stumbling upon Lorne Michaels first 
sketch show before. Oh, uh, fuck. What was the, that called? Something up or like laugh, laugh, laugh out or yeah. laugh in, laugh in. Laugh in. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I think about. Yeah. Interesting. It was interesting. Super <laughs> 60s, but like very liberal and very interesting. Yeah. It's also crazy what like televised comedy that wasn't stand up was mm-hmm. before SNL. Mm-hmm. Very, very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Far variety shows and weird. Like a sketch couldn't be funny unless people just broke, yeah. Or very, it, or like it was very fast too. They Vicky would do these Lawrence like, stuff big, and like would, big character, big broad characters. Every show. Well, the, also what they would do is there was interesting. We won't get to. I know we've gone way over time. So we <laughs> yeah, won't go like, way. Like, we won't go into laughing from 1960. <laughs> <but> it was. <laughs> I'm I'm good I with. Know, I got some takes on the Smothers Brothers that I really really been waiting to bust Smothers out. Smothers Brothers. <laughs> all right so we'll take uh lyricist lounge and, and i'll see if i can find that and that would be an interest that'll be an interesting start to that's going to be musical sketch comedy that's got a lot of places to go yeah uh cool man dude um i can't wait for for this new season four iteration of picked up oh thanks i can't uh, wait to do it thanks for letting me do it to to hit the website and um and all your subscription feeds and all that stuff. Uh, uh, it's kind of open-ended as far as when we're aiming for for it to come back. Okay. Um, but, you know, it ain't going to hit uh, pod waves until, until it's ready. Okay. Um, so, no pressure. Anything, and how, you know, I'm going to take it seriously. Well, thanks. Not that imply that you didn't, but... <laughs> I really didn't. <laughs> Uh, cool, man. Um, where uh, do you still have that Twitter with one tweet? No, I started. I tweet. I also uh, had met a girl who liked Twitter, so I, I dusted off my Twitter for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted a little while. <laughs> um, so I do have a Twitter. Okay. I could not tell you the handle. I know it's my name. That's fine. It's probably where? my name, one, two, three. Do you have any shows uh, around town? I do. People... I'm, I'm doing a show every few Sundays at Comedy Sports. I'm really enjoying doing that. We just started making our own themes for our shows, so that'll be exciting. Okay. And I do a show every Tuesday for, for a few more weeks at I.O. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this comes out the 31st. Okay. So, like, how many? I should be doing a show for uh, 10 more weeks uh, in, in, on Tuesdays at 8.30 at, at, at I.O., it's called the pool. The pool. Mm-hmm. The pool at I.O. And what is comedy sports? Uh, the house party. House party. Which, fun fact, somebody once showed up or a family showed up thinking it was a parody show for the movie House Party. <laughs> was very disappointed. A family showed up? <laughs> a whole family. like, uh, and, and it's so sad because they were pretty dress nice and you could tell this was their Sunday night activity oh, they had planned. No. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode <laughs> of Picked Up. Uh, as always, um, and I got to get you all these uh, credentials mm-hmm. so you can now uh, properly utilize these channels yeah. of uh, Twitter, Picked Up Pod, Facebook, Picked Up Podcast. Okay. Shoot us an email, pickedupodcast at gmail.com. Love email. Um, uh, fucking what else? Subscribe, rate, listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Share, tell your friends. Please tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Rate and review. That helps people that aren't your friends find the show. Mm-hmm. Um, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for listening. Um, from the bottom of my heart, this has been a very fun experience to do. 
uh, an experience to have. Um, and and it's gotten me more to TV than I ever thought uh, I would be. That's great. Um, Will you I come should, back as a guest? If you'll have me. I'm sure they'll want to hear you. Okay. I would love to have you. Uh, and yeah, it was good to actually sort of like in a roundabout way put our goddamn degrees to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hey, we at least studied how to do this. <laughs> it's um, cool, man. Uh, Pat. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Give me give me a little bit of this right here. Ah. Um, and uh, for the last time, uh, as as your host, um, thank you very much for picking us up and keep your dials tuned to awesome. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.